Hi, thanks for tuning in to Holy Spirit Feed. I'm Jen Johnson. I'm excited to share what God has been showing me. I'm praying that your spiritual ears and eyes will be open to hear and see what Holy Spirit has for you. I want to take a moment to mention something really cool. I've been doing this podcast since January of 2020, and about a month or so ago, I felt like the Lord said I needed to start a Facebook group for it. Well, I'm not super into social media, but God was saying to do it, so I did. Sometimes, just like in a marriage or a close relationship, it might not be your preference, but we need to be open to what others think about things. And of course, if it's what God is thinking, then the answer always needs to be yes, in caps, full send. This is happening. We're doing it. So all that to say, Holy Spirit Feed now has a Facebook group. The purpose is for you guys to be able to share what God is showing you through the activations that we do. Share what you're hearing from him and share the testimonies of how something from the podcast or the activation time has spurred you on to pursue the Lord deeper or to reach out to that grouchy neighbor or to share a prophetic word at the grocery store. Or I just did a podcast on the angelic and the demonic and we did an activation about blessing something in your life with your words. Maybe you actually put some faith to that and began blessing your spouse or your neighborhood. I want to hear the amazing ways that God is moving in your life, and so do others. We need that encouragement. Share the testimony, even the ones that seem small, because they can encourage someone else to step out, take a chance, and further the kingdom. Jesus' testimony is the spirit of prophecy. That's Revelation 19.10. When you share something or you hear what God has done for someone else, He's saying, I did it once and I'll do it again. We all need to hear those things. It lifts us up. It strengthens our faith. Come on, we are sharing all kinds of things on social media. Let's get back to the one thing that remains, the most important thing. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 2, For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. So I'm so excited to find out how God is moving in your life. So please hop on Facebook, type in Holy Spirit Feed. You may also need to type in Jen Johnson, but you'll see the logo and then join the group and start sharing and doing your part to spread light on social media. Okay, so for today's podcast, I've titled this, We Have the Meats. You might recognize that as an Arby's slogan. Some of you might even remember years ago, Wendy's had a popular commercial with three old ladies, and they were looking at this giant hamburger bun, then opened it up to see this tiny piece of meat that was like a quarter the size of the bun. And one of the ladies goes, where's the beef? That little piece of nothing burger wasn't going to cut it, even for these little seasoned ladies. So this podcast episode was kind of inspired recently when I was making a sandwich. You know, sometimes you just want a really good sandwich, right? The perfect sandwich for me is like wheat bread, cheese, two kinds of cheese is very important. One of which must be goat cheese. Like that's of utmost importance. Sweet pickles, lettuce, maybe tomatoes, and now onto condiments, Miracle Whip. If you were thinking mayo and if I were speaking live and it wasn't a podcast, I would say, hey, there'll be a ministry team up here later for you to receive prayer and deliverance to set you free. Now, I agree, mayo has its place, but never on a cold sandwich. Okay, just giving you a freebie on that one. Anyway, one very important part of the sandwich that we haven't discussed is the meat. Now, I know some are vegetarians. You can get deliverance and prayer for that as well. Just kidding. 
But to some people, the meat could even be considered the best part. Good protein, stick to your ribs, you know. Hebrews 5, 11 through 14 is going to be our scripture passage for today. And then we're going to focus on verse 14. We have much to say about this, but it is hard to make it clear to you because you no longer try to understand. In fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you the elementary truths of God's word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. Anyone who lives on milk, being still an infant, is not acquainted with the teachings about righteousness. And this is verse 14. But solid food is for the mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. And some versions say, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. All right, so backing up to verse 11 It says you no longer try to understand. I know some that really don't even read the word anymore, and they're not even trying to. Or maybe that's us, right? Sometimes that's us. No condemnation. Just use this as a reminder and jump back in. There's the audio Bible. There's apps. They even still make paper Bibles, which is amazing. Okay, so verse 14, constant use, training ourselves in the word, in the things of the Lord, exercising. How many know you can't just go to the gym a few times a year and expect results? We need to be consistent, train in the things of the Lord, so we are able to discern both good and evil. Interesting that it says distinguish between good and evil. I know we would all love to live in a bubble of good, but the reality is evil is out there and sometimes it's close. We need to be able to distinguish it and extinguish it. Amen? Verse 13 talks about anyone who lives on milk being still an infant. There's a reason why we switch babies off of bottles of milk over to solid food. They can't survive and thrive with just milk. They need real food like meat, ice cream, chocolate, coffee, you know. We need more than just milk. We need constant use so we are well equipped. Just like those little old ladies looking at this huge hamburger bun and this little piece of meat and they say, where's the beef? I feel like as Christians, we aren't getting the best of what the Lord offers us through the word and through daily relationship with him. And we are settling for a little Sunday appetizer from the weekend message. And now most of those are even virtual. So we're also missing out on that in-person fellowship with each other. You know, we all love a good July barbecue with friends and meat, right? When we're only getting that appetizer that someone else prepared... And remember, he prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies, not in the presence of my pastor. Well, I mean, I guess your pastor could be your enemy, but hopefully not, right? (laughs) Totally kidding. We love our pastors and we need to be praying for them, especially during this time of crazy in the world. My point being, in order to get the meat, that solid food, you need to be seeking the Lord corporately with others and on your own to not just be bottle fed from your church leaders. We love our church leaders, but we are all a part of the royal priesthood now. The veil has been torn, so we have full access to the solid food every day of the week. Yes, you need the little veggie carrots and dip appetizer, but you need the protein too. I feel like I've recently just sort of rediscovered sandwiches. That's probably why the Lord used a sandwich to point this milk versus solid food concept out to me. But there have been a few times where, like, with lunch meat, the good fresh deli stuff, it goes bad fast. If you buy that prepackaged stuff, it's okay, but it's not as good. That stuff lasts longer, but the good stuff, not so much. 
There's a reason for that. In the Bible, the Israelites could only get manna enough for the day. They couldn't hoard for tomorrow or it would go bad. John 6.35 says, Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Jesus is our daily bread. So back to that sandwich idea. Sometimes you're thinking, yeah, I'm going to make this awesome sandwich with this and that. No mayo, of course. And then you go to the fridge, get everything out, and you realize the meat's gone bad. So there's a big sigh, and you're like, oh, man. So you just make it anyway sometimes, minus the meat. It's all the same really good ingredients, and it tastes good, but something's missing. It's the meat. It's just not the same without it. Well, I'm telling you, you can have a similar walk with the Lord if you want. Just have those weekend appetizers, but it won't be the same as if you have the meat. Get into that word. Chew it up. You know, like a good 12-ounce steak, you need a knife and a fork and get in there. And when you're done, you're full. You're satisfied. The word is the same. If you prepare a full meal, you will be satisfied versus that weekend snack. And how many know, if you haven't prepared a meal, thought out what's for dinner, made some sort of plan, then you wind up grabbing something not good, like a candy bar or fast food, which offers no sustenance. If you don't get the word, the gospel, the good news, the word meat, then you'll grab whatever is handy, like whatever's on the news or your Facebook feed or your favorite show, you'll fill up on that and that which does not satisfy. Psalm 107.9 says, Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind, for he satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. Only he satisfies, so don't forget the meat. Jesus said in John 6, For my flesh is real food and my blood is real drink. That does remind me of a dream I had a couple nights ago. Okay, this will be a good side activation. I'll share the dream and then see if you get interpretation. So in the dream, my husband and I were in the basement of a church, and we were supposed to be helping with the youth or something like that. But we didn't want to because we were really thirsty. And all we wanted to do was drink these two big fountain Cokes that we had. (laughs) I don't even know if there was any significance to that dream. I don't even drink pop. But if you get interpretation, you can drop a comment on the new Facebook group. (laughs) Anyway, since Jesus said his flesh is real food, that's typically referred to during communion, but it definitely applies here. If Jesus' flesh is real food and Jesus is the word, then what word does God want each of us to chew on at this time? What specific meat do we need to be eating? Let's activate this. Prepare yourself to receive something from the Lord. He may give you a specific scripture or give you an image of a scene in the Bible. Pay attention to what you sense as we ask the Lord this question. Holy Spirit, what meat, what word, what scripture passage do you want to bring to my mind? So spend some time in that. Jump into whatever the Lord gave you and post on the group page what he showed you. I was watching a show recently where this kid was getting braces and he asked his mom, can I still eat ham? (laughs) You know, most kids, they would be like, can I still eat candy and cake and chew gum? No, he's like, "Uh, can I still eat ham? Now that's a kid who understands the value of meat. 
So next time you drive past an Arby's or a Wendy's, and I hope you're listening to the audio Bible or a podcast or something, and just remember, as believers, Arby's has nothing on us. We have the meats. <laughs>